Justin Shears and welcome to Only a Northern Song. In this series, I'll be exploring the words and the music of the Beatles, but not through the usual tracks that we all know so well. I'll be delving into my extensive collection of outtakes, home recordings and demos, alternate mixes and interviews, to shed some new light on lesser known aspects of the Beatles' recorded legacy. The Beatles are well known for their versatility not only as performers, but also their ability to write and play in a range of musical genres. Their studio catalogue boasts tracks which fall into the categories of pop, rock and roll, folk, country and western, semi-classical, avant-garde, even heavy metal. Like many performers of the 1960s, the Beatles had a soft spot for rhythm and blues, and were well known for their love of African-American artists. A cursory glance at their set lists from their Hamburg days their groundbreaking broadcasts for BBC Radio right through to their final concert at Candlestick Park in 1966 will reveal an array of titles imported from Motown and Stax, each lovingly given the Beatles' treatment. Indeed, 17 of the 24 cover songs recorded for EMI between 1963 and 1965 were songs by African-American artists. And like many groups at the time, the Beatles were responsible for opening the eyes of their young audiences to the delights of rhythm and blues and soul, from the hits of the most celebrated stars to the most obscure B-sides of the one-hit wonders. In this episode, we'll take a look at some of the songs jammed by the Beatles during the Get Back sessions, examples of the group returning to their musical roots towards the end of their partnership. with jazz and rhythm and blues began very early. Like many teenagers of the 1950s, Ray Charles' albums would have had pride of place alongside those of Elvis Presley and Buddy Holly in the family record cabinet or on the teenage bedroom floor. Some of the earliest recordings we have of John Paul and George feature songs by the greats. Written and released by Ray Charles in 1956, Hallelujah, I Love Her So was a swinging number covered by many up-and-coming groups. The soon-to-be Beatles would most likely have also been quite partial to a cover version by Eddie Cochran in their formative years. No wonder it came back to mind in January 1969. Ah. Hello? 
The Sun Catch You Crying, another Ray Charles record from 1959, but a song which dates back as far as 1946, possibly heard on Liverpool radios by certain pre-teens, to be resurrected by teenage band members. Paul and the other Beatles remembered it on the 26th of January 1969, and McCartney held on to his love for the song, releasing a live soundtrack version on his 1990 Tripping the Live Fantastic album. Some things, it seems, never go out of style. This is what, what another is American record that was that nobody I know over here seems to have ever heard of it. And it's called Some Other Guy by Richie Barrett. There is a strange bootlegs of the Beatles singing it rather crappily from the cabin somewhere way back in 61. This is another what I call Son of What Did I Say, Son of Watch Your Step son of Lick Records, and this is a guy called Richie Barrett, who's also a songwriter. I think he's still around, but I don't know what he's doing. This is some of the guy. You'll notice the intro is slightly like in some karma. Some other guy now. Ray 
Ray Charles Soundalike Richie Barrett released Some Other Guy in 1962, and it quickly became part of the Beatles' live set and a particular favourite of John's, heard here from the 22nd of January 1969. So much so that he lifted the two-note intro for the song to use as the opening sounds of Instant Karma the very next year. when you say
From January 1969, a trio of hits and B-sides by another of John's favourite artists, Dot label soul singer Arthur Alexander. Best known for his song Anna, in brackets, Go To Him, covered by the Beatles with the blistering vocal from John on their first LP, Please Please Me, Alexander was a huge influence on Lennon, particularly in the pre-Beatlemania days of 1962. A Shot of Rhythm and Blues was an Arthur Alexander B-side which became a staple of many Liverpool artists, including Cilla Black and Jerry and the Pacemakers. Of course, the Beatles also recorded it for BBC Radio in 1963, as they did Soldier of Love, in brackets, Lay Down Your Arms, Where Have You Been, in brackets, All My Life, was a feature of the Beatles' 1962 live set and can be found on their Star Club recordings from Hamburg. Have we spotted a pattern here? Brackets! Brackets! They might, they might do that. No, I've tried. Sort of, what? If I show you right on the ball, what they are. No, the place goes. Themselves, you Yeah, they might. It's worth trying. Oh, no, yeah. Not what I write on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done something like that just as a fuck up the club studio. Yeah. Just put two addresses in. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you let them choose. Mm. Three fifty four on a camera, three fifty four on a camera.
Two classics from Motown royalty, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, jammed during the Get Back Sessions of January 1969. Tracks of My Tears, a hit for the Miracles in 1965, and You Really Got a Hold on Me, which had been covered by the Beatles for their second album in 1963 and had featured in their BBC recordings in the same year. Another African-American favourite of the Beatles, and in particular John, was New Orleans singer, songwriter, producer and pianist Larry Williams. The Beatles included several of his numbers in their early live sets and officially covered and released a handful of his songs, including Slow Down, Bad Boy and Dizzy Miss Lizzy.
don't know. What number should we do next? Beatles jams of three late 1950s Larry Williams classics, an instrumental version of Dizzy Miss Lizzie from the 6th of January, and two recordings from the 24th, Bad Boy and Short Fat Fanny. Both John and Paul would record other hits by Larry Williams in their post-Beatle careers. Up, first released by Bo Diddley in 1959, Hey Little Girl in the High School Sweater by D. Clark, also released in 1959, and Bo Diddley by, well, you guessed it, Bo Diddley, stretching all the way back to the birth of rock and roll in 1955. While many of the African-American artists admired by the Beatles were solo performers, the group also had a soft spot for soul and rhythm and blues groups such as the Coasters. With their tight harmonies and often comedic lyrics, the group had hits all through the 1950s in the doo-wop style, including Yakety Yak, 
Charlie Brown, Along Came Jones, Poison Ivy, and Little Egypt. Of course, the young Beatles were fans, covering songs such as Youngblood in their live set and including two coasters numbers in their failed Decca Records audition in 1962, Searchin' and... Cement Mixers Guild sing, walk, don't run. <laughs> Three Cool Cats by the Coasters First recorded by the Beatles on the 1st of January 1962 for their Decca Records audition and now again on the 3rd of January 1969 for the Get Back Sessions The Coasters had a profound influence on many artists so much so that they were the first group to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. The Beatles would follow in 1988.
Slate 205A continued. goodness from the Get Back Sessions, Marvin Gaye's Hitchhike from 1962, Tommy Tucker's High Heel Sneakers from 1964, What Am I Living For, a Chuck Willis obscurity dating back to 1958, and three Beatles trading vocals on New Jersey quartet The Shirelles 1962 B-side Love Is A Swingin' Thing, only slightly reminiscent of Ray Charles's What Did I Say?, as pointed out by George as the jam commenced. The Shirelles, the original girl group, had been around since the late 1950s, but only hit the big time with Jerry Goffin and Carol King's Will You Love Me Tomorrow, and of course Boys and Baby It's You, both of which were covered by the Beatles on their debut album Please Please Me. Many of the songs busked by the Beatles during these sessions would resurface for one or more of the Fab Four, in their solo careers.
From opposite ends of the Get Back sessions, two classic soul tracks given the Beatle treatment. From the 24th of January, ex-drifter Benny King's 1961 signature track, Stand By Me, a song made famous again by John's cover for his rock and roll album in 1975, which is just one of over 400 cover versions to date, but arguably the most notable. And from the 3rd of January 1969, Sam Cooke's 1962 classic, Bring It On Home To Me, also covered by John for his 1975 rock and roll album, but also by Paul in 1988 for his so-called Russian album. The next couple of tracks are not by the Beatles, but do have a soul connection. Let's listen in as the Beatles spin a cover version of their own song, Obladi Oblada, and keep an ear out for their reaction to the substitution of the word bra in the chorus. What's wrong with them? They won't sing the words. 20 minutes. They don't sing words. Yeah, Wildly unconventional. Bra. Well, most of it. But none of the, any of the covers don't ever say, life goes on bra. They always say, woo, or whatever. on the record being played on the floor of Twickenham Film Studios is one Arthur Conley. Probably not a household name to many, but he is partly responsible for one of the greatest soul classics of all time. Conley worked with the legendary Otis Redding to rewrite Sam Cooke's Yeah Man, turning into Sweet Soul Music, a 1967 million seller for soul icons Sam and Dave. But their union was to be short-lived. 
Tragically, Otis Redding died in a plane crash in December 1967, leaving the world without one of the most influential soul artists ever. After somewhat dismissively listening to Arthur Conley's version of Obladi Oblada, the 45 is flipped to its B-side, where they hear Conley's tribute to the late, great Otis Redding. What? Well, the time to make the question yeah, be the seller. Where is Vicky? At the office or at her office? Is that a separate call that came from you? Yeah. Well, oh, that's a place we call heaven. That's more like it, Arthur. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. trying to sound like Otis Redding. Otis Sleep On by Arthur Conley, as listened to by the Beatles on the 13th of January 
Kevin's on the A camera now. From the 26th of January 1969, an up-tempo rendition of Fats Domino's I'm Ready, which is swiftly followed by Save the Last Dance for Me, a hit for the Drifters in 1960. And from the 27th of January, a swaggering McCartney-led original improvisation, tentatively titled You Won't Get Me That Way, which was never heard of again. This morphs into a wandering jam of a song called The Walk, a track from 1958 by Jimmy McCracklin, which charted high on the US Rhythm and Blues chart, as well as the Pop Hip Parade. Well, that's it for this episode. Next time, those good old boys from Liverpool give us a taste of both kinds of music, country and western, as the Get Back Sessions continue. Until next time, 